welcome in everyone. It's episode 55 of the 1056 podcast. The Hideki Matsui episode. Jeff, this is an episode that you and I have been excited for for a long time. You hear that Godzilla in the background? It's happening. 2009 World Series MVP. Mm hmm. The Babe Ruth of Japan. That's right. And the GOAT. The GOAT. We went to a game, made our first sign, got on TV, made a sign for Matsui, mm-hmm. put up a poster board, we drew an American flag, we drew a Japanese flag, we had some flames on it. Yep. It was fucking dope. Yes. And we went to a game, ended up on TV as we were did we? standing. We did. We, st- we stood behind. We sat behind him, I think. We were in left field. Oh, we were in left field. I think he played right. I want to say you're right. Yeah. But yeah. He, we ended up on TV. He is a longtime Yankee great. And if he ever comes by the podcast, he's welcome. Yep. We could talk I'm... Connecticut craft beer with Hideki Matsui. <laughs> <laughs> he is by far my favorite Yankee. Uh, and so Derek, you people, oh, oh Derek Jeter, yeah, I know he's great, okay. Well, yeah, but Jeter's my favorite Yankee, but listen here. The past, no, listen go. here, it's listen, you. listen, yeah, go, Matsui. Okay. <laughs> Godzilla, dude, it's amazing. He he was the best player from the past ten years on the Yankees, and that is, I will die on that hill, one hundred percent. People say Aaron there. Judge, people say Aaron Judge, incorrect, wrong, Hideki Matsui. Hideki Matsui. Listen, a lot of people would disagree with you, and they would probably be right. So you'd go ahead. No, I would be right. If we find out that Tyler died on a hill. No, no, that's fine. You know what? I would do it for Hideki Matsui. I don't care. I don't think he wants you to die. Because he's not great. I, he really, you know what he is. I I was a, I I honestly was a huge Hideki Matsui fan, um, and just that whole 2009 World Series. I think didn't he have a walk off home run in that in that series? He like he all, just he, he had like a hundred home remember, runs in I don't six games. Moments like that, unless you know. Anyway, over and over again. But. Let, let us know. Shout, Shout out to, to you, Hideki. Hideki. We know fan of the show. We know he's a fan of the show. Yeah. Hope future guests one day. You'll never know. Maybe this expands internationally, and then we'll start going over international beers. I'm pretty sure he lives make in New York. Japan. Does he still live in New York? I thought he went. I thought, I thought he went back to Japan. I don't follow Who knows? around. I don't either. I don't know. Cause he said he was he was going back to the Japanese baseball league. That's why. So I was like, oh okay. Who knows? Uh, someone hopefully will message us and tell us whether we're right or wrong. <laughs> uh, shout out to you. This episode's for you, Hideki. Um, yeah. Interesting episode, I, I would say, all around. So we have a good interview coming up. But before that, a few things. One, congrats on Untapped. One billion check-ins. It literally happened like 10 hours ago as of recording this. Shout out to Untapped. Shout out to former guest, former CEO, Greg Avola, for creating something to do that. Fan Not sucking show, up. Fan of the show. Fan of the show, friend of the show, like. You know, big ups. I, I'm just kidding. I don't know if he's a fan or not, but great guy. And End of the show. He's our friend. He's- he is our friend. Yeah, I can I can call him a friend. Um, and the other thing was uh, Crowler Slam from 12%. If you live in Connecticut or you live in New York or you live anywhere in the country that is uh, gets distribution from 12%, they just did a crazy deal. Got some Skygazer. Shout out to Taylor. What up, Taylor? Got a few from you. Friend of the show? Friend of the show. Definitely friend of the show. Always ask how we're doing. Great guy. Taylor, 
Skygazer crew. The fact of the matter is, is that Tyler was hopping on this site, and yep. suddenly Skygazer's beer was on there. What was it specifically, Ty? What was it? So it was the was Watercolor it? Synergy 3. So I, I, got a, I set a reminder for myself just to go on and look. I was like, eh, probably won't do anything, probably won't get anything. And then I saw they had the Abomination Skygazer Dreamscape, which I wanted to try, which I heard is just, like, super sweet, and it's, like, a 10%, so score. And then they had, like, the question mark for the upcoming flash sale. So I was sharing my screen, showing Jeff something, and then I was like, all right, cool, let me check this out. Boom, synergy, uh, watercolors. There it is, off, uh, uh, on sale, we hopped on it, and then two minutes later, out of stock. Boom. You're listening to this on Monday. It's already two days removed from it. You probably don't even care. Don't even matter, dude. Doesn't even matter, brother. Uh, that's a little thing. And then the third thing, uh, re- I think this is going to be the whole rest of the intro, is our— <laughs> Don't tell me that because then there's no escape. There is I'm no, there is no escape. Uh, is our uh, latest 1050 sips episode. So if you don't follow us right now, you listen to this. Uh, follow us on Instagram at one zero five six p o d c a s t. This year, we decided to expand what we do and do a video review series from beers exclusively not in Connecticut, just so we're, we're not overlapping at all. Uh, one of the beers that we tried in our most recent episode, which came out last Monday, if you listen to us on Monday, featured a beer from Great Notion. Great Notion, huge beer in the Pacific Northwest, uh, huge brewery, couple locations, really hard to get out here. Like there, I went to halftime. I'm a huge halftime fan. They had it in stock somehow, just some, I don't know how. So I was like, we're going to review it. We reviewed Super Baked which was their tart ale. I actually saved the label because this guy's awesome. It's a tart ale with blueberry, lemon, cinnamon, and vanilla. It was awesome. The video, hilarious. Jeff did his thing. We always post it, obviously, on Reddit, on Facebook, uh, all these places. And Jeff was smart enough to post it in the local beer communities subreddits. Does this all the time. Portland beer subreddit. Yeah, so we went to that. And boy, did this go shoot ourselves and backfire in every single <laughs> way possible. So apparently, and I'll let Jeff take over after this, apparently uh, people in Portland don't really like Great Notion too much, or at least this specific subreddit. So we won't encapsulate all of Portland, but well, this well, subreddit. The opinions of Reddit, they encompass the whole lot. Good. <laughs> they don't do anything out of rage, irrational no. arguments, or fear. Okay? Yeah. They are rational human beings with real opinions. Mm-hmm. That's all I got. Okay. So, uh, so yeah, <laughs> we posted the review, and let's just say they're not our demographic. And, Jeff, since you posted this, I'll, I'll let you take over, and I'll, I'll, I'll fill in whenever you need me to. Well, I just post it out there. I, I don't make anything crazy in the description. I just kind of say... Hey, we review this beer from Connecticut. Maybe you enjoy it. Come check it out. Give us your thoughts. And then someone responded with, how about no? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So, and that happens. And that's fine. I I was like, that's fine. You're lost, buddy. And that got downvoted hard. Yes. And then somebody responded. And we want to give a shout out to this guy. We won't say his thing, but. Yeah. It was on Reddit, this dude assuming shame on me yep or uh, person individual that they they kind of broke it down why they person they personally didn't 
care for our stuff in Great Notion. And they kind of explain that Great Notion isn't well-liked in Portland because they're apparently marketing sellouts. And um, th and that our humor is not their humor, and that's fine. But that what they identified us as is like that kind of quirky YouTuber humor, which some people might say is, and some people might be like, eh, all right. No, we that's like, that's kind of it, though. Yeah, kind of nailed it. So I was actually like really pumped that although this guy is probably older, like maybe doesn't relate to the quick cuts and edits and reverberation of our voice and whatnot. It's very tongue-in-cheek, as you can imagine, with a little hint of seriousness. And I saw that, and I was like, okay, well, actually, okay, he kind of gets who this is for, and was self-aware enough to be like, this isn't for me. Here's who this is probably for. I was like, all right, sick. So the reason we're sharing this with you, at least I was thinking about this this morning, Ty. The reason we're actually sharing yeah. this besides that it was kind of happening this week is that we like to share our journey on this podcast. If you remember, yes. our initial thing of this podcast was like, we don't know anything. Learn with us. Yeah. Right? And turns now, out we still I don't know anything. <laughs> well, you do. Like, you, you, you're, you, you actually have your ear to the ground much more closely than you did when we started this. That's, I'll give you that. Even That's I feel like I do a little bit, a little bit more. Like, I'm aware of more things than the mm. opinions of at least Connecticut area. Right. And so we're still learning together. But this was this is a way that we were growing as a content source. And this is the first time that we actually got constructive feedback from some people we don't know where they didn't pull any punches and it wasn't the best um, most positive of feedback, but it worked it worked out for us. And then you went on to have the conversation with him on Reddit about why Great Notion isn't much liked by this individual and others yeah. because they just do marketing things and piss them <laughs> off. Um, but that's that's fine, man. But we learned something is that we always from the start said we're going to make content that we would enjoy like making right. and we would want to watch or listen to. Right. And that means that our videos are what they are because we, we want to take the stick out of everyone's ass when it comes to Connecticut craft beer. Okay. Right. Like for those who who don't get this, and I'm pretty sure everyone that I know listen who listens to this this will they'll be like yeah of course. Our hobby, this hobby, mm -hmm. is drinking alcohol. I'm simplifying it for you because I don't I think we over we overcomplicate this. Spot the lie. I can't. I so can we can we in which you know alcohol is supposed to be a social endeavor. We all treat it as such. We we should have fun with it. So this is our version of having fun. Let's take the let's take the, our stick out of our asses, and I just kind of felt like that was the vibe I got from the Portland Beer subreddit. Even as I scrolled through their stuff, is that right? So that's why we really enjoy. Shout out to Beer Circle Jerks subreddit over um, because they they realize that all this is just silly, and we're just let's just have fun with it. Let's make fun of the big beers. Let's enjoy the um, craft beers that we like and take the fun just sorry take the seriousness out of this yeah no absolutely so i mean it you know whatever you can't hit the mark with everyone it's exactly what we expected it's a very niche community that we're trying to focus to so i was like my whole thing was all right listen i might come off like an idiot on camera but i at least want to learn something so had it back and forth and i'll learn something turns yeah. out yeah, it, it, so yeah, it was, we're it was performance artists, as you've heard <laughs> me off camera, and I'm gonna and, let that go to my head. Good, do that. Um, I, that was really it. 
like I said, if you want to watch future episodes and see what all the craze is about, follow us on Instagram, 1056podcast. That's a double promo in one segment. But that was it. Like I said, uh, it's definitely worth the watch. I think at the end of the day, what we try to do is like 90% humor, 10% content of like seriousness. And that in that case, you talked about the artist. Sometimes I talk about the beer itself. It's a good watch. It's funny. Tongue in cheek. Oh, it's a great time. And everyone just chill the fuck out. All right, we get it. Yeah, Great Notion makes wacky-ass beers that sell out, and then people mule it. Okay, so what? Anyway, that's enough of that. Um, last thing, transitioning into our interview, this was a good one. I think this is the start. We talked about this on the interview of a very long arc that's going to be the future of this podcast. For those of you who don't know, we have a good friend of ours who looks exactly like the head brewer of Two, two Roads, Phil Markowski. He is hilarious and has really leaned into this joke, so much so that people sometimes recognize him as the real Phil. Daddy has a prominent Instagram account called Fake Phil Markowski. So follow him, listen to our interview, we talk all about everything. I try my darndest to derail everything, but Tyler wouldn't let me. It's usually the other way around. Usually, but I just, <laughs> they're off rails, and it was a good time, and it's not going to be the last time. So no, enjoy, have fun, and we'll see you Tip your in the next. Oh God, I hate when you cut me off when I do the outro. We'll see you in the next episode of Race Hail Praise Dale. Bye. Okay, everyone, we are back. This is an interview that Jeff and I have been very excited about for a little bit, to say the least. Probably one of the more unique backstories we have here um, of someone who is so much integrated into the fanhood of this brewery that some say he looks like the head brewer. I'm not going to beat around the bush. We're joined here today by fake Phil Markowski. You can follow him on Instagram at fake underscore Phil underscore Markowski. Fake Phil, welcome to the show. Welcome. Thanks for having me, guys. Big fan of the show. Oh, that's that's great to hear. It's from a big fake, fake Tyler, Phil. Tyler. Oh my God, Tyler, Tyler. I, Tyler this Tyler. is. Listen. What the fuck did he just say, man? I know, man. Uh, that's what I'm saying. Just to be clear, he is fake. I'm Phil. not even a fan of this show, so this is like a big. <laughs> you say you're the worst. He is. I will say this previously. He is not affiliated with Two Roads Area Two. Phil Markowski. Any subsidy. Of the Two Roads Brewing Company entity, I'm going to say this a million times, but putting it out in front. Um, in that case, uh, Fake Phil, for those of you who don't know, give us a little bit of a backstory about how this all came to be. Because I I witnessed it. I was there for the birth of this a couple yeah. years just ago. For, just for clarification, are you asking how he, this whole Instagram thing came to be? I'm going to ask, where did you come from? Where were you born? I Start from the beginning, Fake Phil. In- Ireland. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Good. All right. Well, we can fast forward. We can fast forward. All right. Yeah. Get... Loaded over in a two roads barrel. Okay. <laughs> and that's how you thought of the name. You're like, oh, this looks like a good name for a brewery. Oh, okay. Geez. Two roads. Actually, I think it started with you, Tyler. I think you were the first one that told me that I looked like Phil Markowski. Yeah. Oh, sure there we you. go. I honestly might have, but I was there for the like inception of some. Like, I always saw it. And then for a few years, so full disclosure for those who are listening, I, Jeff and I have known Fake Phil for a long time, uh, like years and years and years. And Fake Phil 
as a consumer has been a fan of two roads essentially since they opened so there's a lot of history right. here between two roads fake fill and this podcast so i did say that in the beginning but talk about when <laughs> when this idea like actually came to fruition in public so i'll i'll let you describe it fake fill right, well in public you and i were at the seven year anniversary yes of at two roads and we were in the tap room and I remember you went to go get us another, uh, you know, some more beer. Yep. And I'm just standing by the window and some guy probably in his 60s comes over and he starts talking to me. And he's talking to me like he knows who I am. And I'm like, all right, this guy is having a good time. He's drinking. I'm like, yeah, okay, you know, how's it going? And then he starts getting into details on things. And I'm like, wait, I'm like, do I know you? He's like, Bill. And I'm like, oh, I'm not Bill Markowski. <laughs> And, and so, like, so what? And he just like looks surprised, and I'm like, I'm like, no, it's it's all good, man. So I, <laughs> you could have made guy, some big business moves right in that moment, man. You Who knows what that was about? You could have yeah, changed me. everything. So it was so funny because this conversation was wrapping up as I was coming back. So well, I I saw from a distance a guy left and I came to. And I was like, oh hey, like did you know someone? He's like, no, that person thought I was Phil. And I was like, oh my God, it's actually someone other than our friend group saw it, like a stranger. And I was like, this is nuts. So yeah, you were bringing it up more and more often. And I was just yeah. like, oh my God, I can't wait till Tyler gets back so I can yeah. tell him. <laughs> I, I thought I was actually so wonderful. It's some of those moments in life where you know you can vividly remember the like air environment and whatnot and i'll just never forget because <laughs> it, it, it was honestly really good so then we'll fast forward uh about a year to november when did you actually create like fake phil markowski on instagram uh, last september that's right so that's when I you were born right there in that's that when moment. you were born <laughs> yeah right. that's when you were conceived at what time were you conceived well let's see it was probably eastern standard time five o'clock it came out of the two roads barrel <laughs> the same one that you came over in ireland from yeah <laughs> crying so, the one of the head brewers picked you up by your ankle and slapped you on the ass am i right <laughs> <laughs> you know i was so young back then i don't remember that happening right why would you know why would you know just I remember so. I was a beautiful day. You were a beautiful one coming right out of barrel. So uh, just a, yeah. <laughs> I was going to try and keep going with that joke. And I, I don't know where that was going to go. Um, so anyway, so why? So, so my big question is why, why, why on Instagram? Why? Well, let's see, I knew Tyler and you guys would get such a huge kick out of it. And I'm Guilty. like, you know what? Maybe other people would think the same thing. And, uh, you know, I love two roads. Like I told Tyler yesterday, I saw a Facebook memory that I went there in March, 2013 for the first time. So eight years ago, it's and crazy. back then there was only four beers on draft. Yep. And I remember being there on a Sunday afternoon and not many people were there. Um, so been going there a long time. Yeah. Are you claiming to be number one fan? I mean, Ooh, uh, let's say maybe top five. You know, I'm pretty modest like that. So. 
you see like people people are like oh i'm a huge fan i drink all the beers but you can always be like well do you look like any of them do you have you grown to right. look like the brewers like i don't think so i think that you will win that argument nine hundred times out of a hundred so i i, I think do. anyone who claims to be a fan should be ashamed of themselves in the presence of fake film yeah maybe yeah. there's like a let's see close to clem out there maybe there's someone like that <laughs> <laughs> oh, I like that. See, that's just fake Phil. You know, it's just even though it's not affiliated, you still have the same right. lineage and, and smartness as as real Phil and two roads. I remember so, I Phil once on the uh, I think it was one of the Oktoberfest just walking around and I walked right past him. And I remember I was like, oh, dude, I'm like, I just walked right past Phil. There he was. Is it like one of those moments? How did he where smell? Like, what did he smell like? Oh yeah, that's more important. That was more important. Than my he question. Smelled like what you know, James Bond would smell like. That's the way. <laughs> um, nice, classic, classic women in scotch. <laughs> Whoa, what? <laughs> Dude, that's what I imagine James Bond smelling like. Classic he doesn't drink. Scotch. I don't know. He smells like oh, a yeah. musk of just like yeah, mahogany. Like... I'm just describing. So does wrong, James Bond go? You're a big fan of James Bond. Yes. Does okay. he just like go around with cologne? Like, is that in his stash his of flashes, you know, some uh, vodka on himself? <laughs> this vodka just straight <laughs> right in his everyone's neck. Everyone's like, everyone's like, oh, I love your smell. He's like, oh, thanks. It's a little bit. Of, it's a little bit of gray goose. <laughs> just so, so when he gets with a lady in the shower, then that's just like killing two birds with one stone. Then he's I like, mean, I gotta get with the ladies, but I smell like vodka. He <laughs> showers in vodka. <laughs> how rich he is uh so anyway so you and I, I going back to the point so as fake phil the the fan of two roads uh i wanted to have you on we want to have you on for for multiple reasons one was that notion that you went there like eight years ago and you're like yep four beers on draft and i think jeff and i started going there right after no limits came out and i think it was interesting like i feel like that was the one beer that just everyone started to turn their head over to two roads. It's Jeff's favorite, one of Jeff's favorite let me, beers of Let all me time. put it this way. I would beer. inject it into my veins. Mm. I mean. I would die, but I would do it. I, I mean, if you're listening to two roads, that you hear, I mean, we have fake Phil and someone willing to die for two roads. How do you get I mean, superpowers, Jeff? It's true. Do I get Jesus. super? I'm pretty sure this is how you do it. I'm pretty sure. Then I turn into a massive, enraged, two roads monster. I, I think that was their fifth beer that became a permanent year-round beer. God, yeah. Why is it perfect? It, take. it. So I think that's what it was. Because like the first few, especially in 2012, 2013, we talk about this all the time. In Connecticut, there was a handful of breweries, like maybe four or five, and so people weren't like oh yeah give me a double ipa can't wait to try that like we're a lot more refined palate palate wise now but no one want like no one knows what a farmhouse ale is no one like no one really knew what that was so it was like this very we like just unknown territory that a lot of the average consumer is going into all of a sudden no limits comes out and it's like oh this is something that tastes like bananas it's banana beer and everyone's like there's no bananas in this beer and everyone like their brains melt um but yeah, No Limits, but that, I feel like that was the one after that came out. All of a sudden, people were like, oh, yeah, Two Roads. And then they just kind of just dumped all of these like great beers out. 
Yep. And as they say, the rest is history. So, um, yeah, so, once that beer came out, I would always get one of those whenever I was there. It's just, and it still holds up. You know, it's it's one of those things where as breweries age, it, whether it's a bias of the consumer or it's just like as they try to change the recipe, people are like, oh, it's not the same as it was. People say that about Sam Adams. Like, oh, Boston Lager wasn't the same as it was 30 years ago. Like, whatever. Like, you can copy and paste that argument everywhere. But I think No Limits is the one of the few beers that through at least the first eight and a half, nine years or so still holds up. I mean, like, Jeff, what that's... What fridge right now? There, there you go. I don't You're have any, and I think that's the crime. I think we should take this podcast on the road. I'll go to the liquor store right now. You can have uh, their Hefeweizen glass, too. Do you have that, Jeff? I want to... Do you have the Hefeweizen glass? Uh, it's I like the know. long... It's like, you know what it looks like? I'm teaching him. Oh, yes. Do I have one yeah. of those? No. Oh, I know what you're talking yeah. about, and no, I do not have one. Yeah. So, I mean, it is it is interesting because, like, that's when, and I feel like we started going and hearing about it more once No Limits came out, and then we started going to the Oktoberfest every year. I mean, I have my own claim to fame because I, you know, am pretty good at the sign holding. Haven't won yet, but I've been prepping <laughs> for two years, so I'm You're pretty damn good at it. You're pretty yeah. damn pretty, good at it. I'm pretty all right at it. So my so fear I have a question. is with like Thor's hammer. Yeah, that. true. That that's true. That's a good point. Jeff, I have more. a question. If you were to open up a brewery, as fake Phil in Stratford, as fake Phil, as fake as Phil, fake Phil <laughs> unrelated to two roads, I'd call it three roads. Yeah, oh. like yeah, like yeah. You know what? We're opening up three roads. What is the first thing you do that would that would just make two roads shake in their boots? Go. What did, what would you do Ooh. differently? Oh my god. Uh double down on the farmhouse beer. Oh, nice. farmhouse. I don't know. You know what? <laughs> I respect that answer I can't top two, I can't top two roads. Great answer. That not is with that attitude. No, that's a terrible answer. Not with that attitude. I will not Correct. have a guest on my show come in here and talk like that about themselves you can do anything you want <laughs> <laughs> he said it farmhouse sales but then he gave a very politically correct answer and that's what no, i was, I actually I was like do that is... you running for office what's happening i am i you know i was gonna wait a week to announce it but <laughs> so i'll do it here i'm running I'm for the running mayor of two roads. mayor of stratford oh there you go i'll show two roads i want to go fact. there on thursdays and open the kegs you know what? That is honestly the goal. So of the many things, like obviously, again, not affiliated with Two Roads in any way, but what I want to get to eventually is how Two Roads kind of came to find out more about you. I think the ultimate goal, one of the things when Jeff and I started this podcast and was to check off a lot of these guests that we have on, whatever, COVID obviously threw a wrench in a lot of those plans. But once you started doing this on social media and people like, kind of started recognizing that like okay he kind of does um one of the things was like i want the two of you in the same room i think like a firkin thursday where they tap they do a crazy you know variation of their regular beer something like that that would be that i feel like for you would just just to see that that would be great if they announced phil markowski but i came out and i started talking for like two minutes 
And then and you do it behind me and like takes the mic from me. Yes. And and you do it a little bit later when people have had a couple, you know, so yes. they're not they're full. So yeah, no, I'm into it. I honestly I mean one I, dude already tried to lay down some business secrets with you, apparently. And <laughs> they can oh, do it. Yeah, he had the secret formula oh. that guy. Yeah. Yeah. We'll, and we'll never know. Um we we'll never know because you had to go be honest. Ugh. Yeah, ugh, way to yeah. go, fake Phil. So He's I'm gonna right. ask one more question. Oh, so oh, go for it. Say, the guy, he was like, oh, you know, two years from now, we're releasing the Daybreaker cocktails. You know, don't tell like, anyone. So. No. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to ask one. Excuse me. I'm going to ask one last question, and then we'll take a quick break. So obviously with COVID, a lot of in-person events were canceled. One thing that crosses my brain probably once a month is if, you know, once life returns back to normal and Two Roads starts doing events, uh, do you think people are gonna recognize you as fake Phil because you've had the social media presence? Like, and we'll go into this more after the break. Like, you know, two roads kind of acknowledged it too. Are I you are you the, prepping for that? I think the two roads employees would definitely notice them. Did you have a moment? Did, yeah. Did you have a moment? You guys were we out. Did we'll go? Yeah, we'll we'll tease out. that after the break. But yeah, okay, so we'll, we will. But yeah, uh, I'll bury the lead. Come on. Yeah. That's it. Bury it up. That was beautiful. So, uh, are are you prepping for when that when that does happen? You know, yeah. I mean, I would love to dress up like fake Bill and be able to go there, go to events, because I own a lot of the same clothes already. <laughs> beautiful. It's, it's poetry it. in motion. I just needed <laughs> two roads official vests. Yeah. Because um, I I have five vests at home already, but none of them are two roads gotta make it happen so we're gonna so take after, a quick break so after the break oh, i'm doing it. it hell yeah i'm doing it i got it. questions for you too after the break oh, after oh, the oh. break we're gonna find out how he would prep for such a thing he's gonna ask us questions and we're gonna do our best hang in there folks <laughs> and we're back from that break i hope everyone was able to stretch take a moment for themselves <laughs> Yeah, I did a lot. I don't know why that was so funny. <laughs> All We're right, back go. With fake Phil. I did some pints to poses while we were on the break. Oh, <laughs> uh, way to way to throw that in there, jeez. We asked you before the break how we, how are you going to prep for the open world, the public, to see you and how you resemble real Phil. Um, I want you to carry on with that question. How do you prep for that? Are you ready for mobs of people are you how are you going to handle fans oh uh -huh. are you going to scuff and turn stuff. them away mm. i would well i would charge you know like 20 dollars for each autograph obviously <laughs> that's awesome <laughs> that's i mean that's the way to do it that's just big brain stuff um so oh. speaking of auto speaking of autographs um so how how did like fake phil come to be i know we always like talked about that you look like him so you kind of mentioned that you want to tell the story of how that came to be yeah i hope it's as interesting as i've hyped it up in my head <laughs> oh i'm expecting the roof so it better like be amazing well and, and, and fake phil dirty. listen if it's not we we edit this and yeah, we can add some like, epic right music yeah it's we'll just it's gonna get real nerdy real fast. Oh God! Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so when I decided I wanted to make the Instagram page, I'm like, oh, what do I call it? And then I remembered, like, 15 years ago, there was um, 
a blog called um, Steve Jobs Diary. And it was <laughs> created by someone called Fake Steve Jobs. <laughs> you know what? That's, that's perfect. Honestly, you know, I, yeah. I have questions about the diary. What did they talk about? Oh, well, like his crushes? It was all insider computer stuff. Fake Phil is a real Apple fanboy. So, um, mm, amen. I knew about this, and apparently it went on for a year. No one knew who this, like, fake Steve Jobs was, like, writing in this fake, you know, Steve Jobs diary. But then apparently someone from the New York Times leaked that it was, like, the chief um, copywriter or chief staffer at Forbes. Yeah. And, uh, at which point the, the guy just stopped doing it. But I always got such a kick out of that name. Oh, fake Steve Jobs. And then he had this whole thing, this whole blog that was pretty popular. So so we're all we're all Apple people in this in this interview. We all have yeah. our Apple products. Well, I I want to bring something up with you guys and get your thoughts. No. Um <laughs> this past weekend I Apple met with my so girlfriend. Yeah. She got a new phone. She has a Samsung Galaxy and she wants to keep it and she got a new phone. And while we're sitting there, the guy who's we're working with at Verizon had one of those new, I think it's Samsung, the tablet folding screen. Oh, fold like, uh, the fold, yeah. He had some shit to say about Apple. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. So what do you say to people like that who are, you? listen, I've heard the arguments before. I'm not going to even repeat them. You know what they are. Both of you know what they are. So just put it in your head. You've heard what you it. had to say. What are your thoughts? I, Tyler, I, Nick, I didn't, excuse me. We'll cut that, we'll cut that part. We'll cut that part. I wish, that. I wish, I didn't know you were such an Apple fan. So, oh yeah. But Tyler, I was sitting there going, I wish you were here, because I wanted, because <laughs> I wanted I, you to hear this and be like, who is this guy? Where does he get? Up? I I would honestly say two things. One, go to a dimly lit room, put on your front facing camera, and just m see if the frame rate drops below three frames a second and it's it's blurry like the 80s nba where it would hit the light and it would be the streak like that is what it looks like one two uh airdrop and that's it oh. Oh. airdrop airdrop is the best and this is a huge tangent i know it's not if you're listening no, to this i'm with sorry it. i'm not apologizing I, I like to apologize to absolutely no one but airdrop is the single most underrated seamless program from apple to just effortlessly send data from one device to another it, it yeah oh you can email it or you can text no nope no resolution drop it's the same file on my mac mini as it is on my phone it's just what it should it's just what it should be see and I with samsung that's what i do Say it again. I send a wolf. Oh, <laughs> good your office reference for the yeah. That was I a actually good... got that reference. I got that I got too. Got that. Uh, so like with with Samsung it was like, oh well, we have NFC, near field communication. You just tap the phones together, and that, who cares? No one has two Samsungs anymore to rub together. So cool. This, I'm this honestly explode on their own anyway. So. Say that again. Yeah. One more time. They explode on their own. That's true. He he was talking about how iPhones explode more often than Samsungs. And False. That the, I was like, I've never. How come I haven't heard of this? And yeah. he made some kind of comment. Because it doesn't happen. Yeah, because it doesn't happen. So the one thing I will say is that 
Android phones in general are more customizable. From a backend standpoint, you are able to see more of and optimize the phone more. So sure, I'll give that. A lot of the Apple features do come from Android phones. Sure, whatever. But from an overall daily driver use, can't beat it. Anyway, yeah. anyway, back to beer. Software is pretty seamless. That's exactly it. Um, so it's Apple all day. Those we're people are wrong. We're calling you out, Verizon guy. Yeah, I don't care, dude. That dude's wrong. It's okay. But you know what's right? Fake Phil's right. So the right. the thing the th- oh, thank you the thing that we've been burying. So for those who don't know, for those who didn't see, uh, you created the account on Instagram in September. A month or two later and you kept texting me you're like oh hey this person followed me you're like okay i think clem just followed me okay i think this person from two rows just followed me and i was like oh this is kind of like it's not like you had like a million followers but you like these main people from two roads two roads employees like yeah. started following you the you, goal over that you and i were watching we were hanging out election night and then i that's right talking about big phil and then i'm like tyler i'm like these eight people just started following me like right <laughs> And I was just like, uh, I was like, okay, so they're like, now like Two Roses is acknowledging it. So they eventually, do you want yeah. to tell the story about the social media with them? But they know my true identity too. They do. Um, yeah, that was surprising because I. Now they can go after your loved ones. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ, Jeff. We're going to take a left turn Bruce Wayne style. Well, and it's well, like, it so no one knows who I am, but you know. <laughs> so yeah go, go through when you interact with them <laughs> yeah i did an instagram story like hey fake bill here you know just an online order coming to pick it up but the whole online order was under you know my real name and then my girlfriend and i drove there and the guy was trying to like we did the phone to have him bring it down to our car and he i was in the passenger seat and he kept trying to hand it to me through the window but i'm like oh just throw it in the back and we start to drive away and um i'm like oh let me just take a peek back there you know make sure everything's there and i'm like I'm like, what is that what's back there i'm like it was the uh i don't know is it called an irish hat the uh the one that phil wears i would say the the kangle style hat yeah, where it's like, like cool the yeah like samuel yeah. L. jackson yeah exactly like sam jackson and phil <laughs> and i'm looking i'm like i'm like oh my god i'm like there's a hat back there i had no and i was like said for our fake Phil. <laughs> That's, <laughs> yeah. I didn't know that. That's, yeah. yeah. Like, oh my God. I'm like, pull over. We need to get a picture of me wearing the hat with the note in front of the building. Yep. And I was like, oh, That's like, beautiful. I, I freaked out. I was like, oh my God. I was like, so they are in on this. And so yeah. then a couple, like maybe a week or so after. Yeah, we were freaking out too. We got such a kick out of it. Yeah. And I, so, I remember. I was like, oh, that, I think that's why the guy kept trying to insist to hand it to the passenger window to me. And I'm just like, oh, please throw it in the back seat. You know, COVID, like less contact with people. Yeah. Like, oh. <laughs> they actually were doing something nice there. And we had no yeah. Idea. He's like, wow, this fake Phil Kai, asshole. <laughs> he just wouldn't let me give him a gift. Just so sorry to that guy. But, he just kept surrounding so- six feet. Stay away from me. <laughs> You're like, get out of here, get out of here. So, um, so then eventually, uh, Two Roads social media like posted a thing that was like, "Does this person look like Phil?" Right. And I, I forgot about that. 
yeah so like that was and it was on their facebook it was on their instagram and i was just like okay now they are in on it and i think i gotta if they're listening yeah i i should have said that i i need to go back two roads if whoever's listening is listening uh if you can find that if if fake phil kind of looks like real phil i'm pretty sure most people thought you looked like real phil than not which was pretty awesome when i voted i hammered yes right away i was like yeah absolutely so um i I think that was pretty cool too and then (laughs) honestly okay so for those listening jeff just showed a picture of real 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 phil of two roads and i legit thought i legit thought i was nick for a second i'm not i'm i'm not even that's what happens i'm not even joking like i was like oh and then my brain kind of like corrected itself. It's crazy. His glasses because I have glasses that look just like his, but then I got new ones, and I think he has newer ones now too. You know, yeah. Oh, I need to get those. Hey, real Phil, if you're listening, um, can you contact the show and tell us what kind of lenses you're wearing? Yeah. Can you just not change glasses either? Can you just stick with the old school style so fake Phil can look more like real Phil? Um, can you please? Fake, fake Phil, Phil, what do you have for breakfast? <laughs> 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 uh, no limits because it tastes like bananas probably. I have no limits that I pour over Kashi cereal oh. <laughs> so, geez, what do you think God. real Phil has for breakfast don't worry about that we'll ask him when we get it yeah we'll ask him we'll, we'll save that question first question hey welcome to 1056 podcast we have real Phil Phil what do you have for what breakfast? Do you eat for breakfast I think that's a good intro question. Like, you know what? Like, it really uh, it let, let you my know enemies. about people. That's how you start every podcast. Um, I might do that. I don't don't think we Ty, won't. what do you have for breakfast? I have scrambled egg whites with some cut-up uh, deli turkey and sometimes some avocado mash. If I'm feeling oh lucky, God, half of an actual avocado. What, dude? Man. I'm healthy. I'm healthy. He's Sorry. Healthy. Okay, I was like 50 pound heavier in college. I said no more. Here I am. I'm lean. I'm mean. I know fake Phil. That's it. That's hey, the three fake things. Phil, what are your thoughts on, on the TTB? We run on Short Beach every morning. That's how we exercise. That's right. <laughs> nice. Short Beach. Very, very specific geographic to Stratford only. <laughs> um, fake Phil, what are your thoughts on the TTB? Mm. TTB? The, the I don't even know what they stand Good. for. Good, no, this is actually a perfect answer. <laughs> so it's essentially the governing body that will audit beer labels that are submitted to them. So it's not like targeted for children, or the ingredients aren't misleading or anything like that. So for you to say well, that they TTV, just don't like the design. Yeah. So you actually gave a perfect answer. As fake Phil, not of two rows. No, you have to. So it's not just the design. It makes sure they have to have the alcohol content listed and all the warnings and stuff like that. Right. So it's making sure we, we spoke with another brewery and they really had some, you know, issues with the TTB, which apparently like a lot of breweries do. And it's just to make sure that the imaging and what is labeled actually resembles what's in the can, that the text is large enough. Like it's all these little ticket That's the kind of things. stuff we read about, but they were talking about how they ran into obstacles about the design itself, like the artwork that yeah, whether it was tasteful enough type of stuff. Well, I do. I, like you guys I almost, part. I almost threw my computer fake Phil. I need you to calm me down there, buddy. 
I need well, help. Fake Bill is an amateur graphic designer in his spare time. And uh, yeah. it's all fascinating to me. Yeah. I think you, you should did. look into it and give us your thoughts because I am very ignorant of this situation and very enraged. As long as they don't use papyrus, I'm okay. God. Papyrus, that's a... <laughs> I, did, I did once because I did a project on Cairo in middle school and I definitely had to. So, Nick, I don't know if you saw, and this is totally aside. Oh, fake Phil. Sorry. Jeez, got to cut that out. So, we did our last episode of our video series, 1050 Sips, and the uh, lettering, like the font that I used for Jeff to rate his beer was called Marker Felt, and the font that I used was Papyrus, and I'm just going to keep using Papyrus in my videos. I did not know of this. Yup, 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 yup. my knowledge. You watched the video and you said it looked good except for that one. I don't pay attention. <laughs> you, your fault. So anyway, way off tangent. This is getting back on track. So go, going back to two roads. Um, so we, Fake Phil and myself and our significant others were at Area 2 for their two-year anniversary celebration i'm actually drinking right now party cake which is a pastry cream ale uh no big deal i'm a cellar dweller member i had the b-day cake it was delicious so fake fill uh it was very good i don't know if great. you really had that. It was very great um tell the story about the person who took our orders all night oh, over ronnie. the interaction yes good old ronnie shout out to ronnie ronnie was our server and uh, it was a great, Ronnie did a great job, real Phil. Oh, my give him a raise, <laughs> promotion. Hey. And uh, yeah, so yeah, we, you know, we both settled our bills and then um, he's like, oh, by the way, I'm a big fan of your Instagram page. And we were like, oh, like, we're like, oh, you knew? He's like, oh, I knew right away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's so good, it's so good. It's amazing, really. Hey, he said resemblance was uncanny. That's what he said. He's like, yeah, I knew right away. I mean, it, like, I heard that. And again, like, it was one of those instances where, like, okay, the first time was funny because you had no Instagram, you had no social media, like, anything like that. But, like, okay, now everyone knew. And now they're like, here he, here he is. And I was like, oh, my God, I can't believe he just said that. It was, it was absolutely nuts. Yeah, and I, a uh, minute. I have a question. This is a real question. I thought of this. I'm very proud of it. Targeted. So two roads. Probably gonna suck. Is Go arguably, <laughs> I, and you might might be able to answer this. Better. Yeah. The biggest, if not one of the biggest, breweries in Connecticut. Correct. We'll just say that. One agree. It's actually the 47th largest craft brewery in the country. So with that, with that knowledge, and other breweries, craft breweries alike. Would there ever be a day where you get a place like Two Roads or its equal somewhere else um, opening up a location in another state? Like expanding. Ooh. That's what businesses do. They open up locations around places. Obviously, the goal is for a lot of breweries to not to distribute outside the state. Right. Right. To get their beer out there. That's usually the main goal. But Which they if do. you get big enough. Are you saying for more tap rooms to be? Yeah, I don't know. You know, put put a two roads in Portland, Oregon. They they love everything over there. <laughs> we'll we'll talk about that in the intro, but yeah. So I have been to the uh, what's it um, at Bradley Airport. The two roads there. 
Oh, that's right. I got to go to that one. Okay, see, that's what I'm talking about. Okay, but that's so, Connecticut still. Okay, I know, but that's still a different location. So, what are you guys' thoughts on that? Could you see that happening with two roads or something else? Did that be bigger? What is that? Well, I know their building's large enough that they probably would not have to expand. You know, for many, many years. Yeah, but not just in Connecticut. It's in other states. What if they wanted to be in other so, like, big craft beer states? Well. It, the question is, do other breweries of their size do that themselves? I don't think I they would say no, do. and I don't know why not. Because I know, like, Trillium, I think, has three locations in the Boston mm-hmm. area, but I'm assuming all those locations are much smaller. Treehouse is opening up two more all in Massachusetts. So I don't know if it's, a, if it's an identity thing with it's like, hey, Treehouse is massachusetts so we want to stay within the state it's probably some weird beer law that's like you can't operate in two different states it honestly could be something like that as well where like there's so many bylaws and weird liquor laws about beer crossing state borders i guarantee you shot in the dark that's probably the reason why but from a like from a less like law standpoint I think it's also from like an identity standpoint, you know, like two roads, the name comes from two of the roads that intersect like honey spot and whatever the other road is. So I understand that. But at what point, like, when has the like aesthetic of the identity have stopped a business from expanding? Ever? Yeah, that's a good point. I, I, you know, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if it's something crap breweries need to do mm. or would do. True. I know uh, they could distribute everywhere or, Every time I see an Instagram, they're like, oh, we're in another state now. Yeah, they're I guess almost they don't nationwide. Offer, I mean, as much as they offer fun events and everything, they don't offer anything unique inside the tap room, right? So, you know what I mean? They, they don't offer a service that would be like, we need to go there for that. So, I guess the event. So, like, you have, you have some breweries that also make their own food. Now, if they were to get that big – Maybe they do that. Maybe because be. they make their own food, they would they would friend, you know make it expand out. But I guess you're right. I guess they don't mm-hmm. offer anything outside their beer that you you couldn't just get at the well, store. Also, like you take a look at Goose Island, like they're massive. It's like why aren't they out of outside of Illinois? So like that's what like it all comes down to. What I've learned in doing this for like two and a half years, it's like if something seems really logical to do, like open up a million goose island tap rooms across the country or do another two roads location in massachusetts it's probably for some weird liquor law that was created 300 years ago that it was like if you cross the state border you have to pay like a 50 percent sales tax on something that's like that everyone's avoiding plus they have area two now and uh, that's true it's another great location yeah so area two just turned two so we, you know, we were there. Fake Phil and I actually did a hard hat tour there, so not to pat ourselves on the back. So, if, if yeah, anyone from Two Roads is listening, I mean, Fake Phil is so ingrained into the the whole history of Two Roads. He, you know, what he could be like a Two Roads historian because Two Roads is on their way of being like really big. Imagine like the a Goose Island historian or a Budweiser historian. I mean, like you're you're right there. So Two Roads. I mean, hey he's right in your backyard just i know i've had more beers from two roads on untapped than you so i'm so yeah oh hey ty fuck you (laughs) 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 yeah really really didn't really didn't want to admit that 
that's what I wanted to say, but Jeff said it for me. But uh, mm, you know, just, that just makes a great host. He's willing to just tear me down. I can tell you the the mental gymnastics that took for me to actually say it in the time <laughs> it took my breath. I was like, should I say it? Don't do it! Don't do it! Don't do it! Ah! Yeah, well, so. No, it's fine. Tap, I, I think you logged in something last October, maybe. Oh, I logged something like two days ago. Excuse you. Did you? Did you actually? Yeah, I forget what I had. Were you just showing the Verizon guy what you could do with your oh. iPhone? <laughs> oh, got him. I yeah. showed him. And he was like, look, I could bend my phone. I said, I can too. But then I would have to give you more money for a new phone. He was like, for his light the other day. <laughs> anyway. So let's uh, we're gonna wrap up this interview here. Um, so fake Phil, if people want to follow you, where can they do so on social media? Can I throw on one more thing real quick? Oh, absolutely. absolutely. Go for it. Sorry. I would say uh, you know I know real Phil Markowski loves farmhouse beers, but ironically, so do I. So oh. keep them coming, please. The uh, oh, was it Brothers and Farms? Is that what's it, what it was called? The Gazette. Yes, I'm looking it up right now. This is this is my end goal for you. Like, not that, that you have to stop after this, but this is like the this would be the pinnacle. You fake Phil to get a bronzed plaque at Two Roads that is on the wall right outside Real Phil's office, facing his door. So when he <laughs> yeah. opens up, it is your glorious bronzed face. Staring right at him every day. That's what I want. I want two roads to hear this. That is what we want. For my home office. <laughs> yeah, that's more important. So I'm I'm really excited for whatever this future will bring. Um, if people listening to this want to follow Fake Phil, uh, what is your handle on Instagram? Fake underscore Phil underscore Markowski. There you go. That's Magic it, my friend. Egg. Fake Phil, it has been truly an honor to have you on. We're, this is the start of the arc. The arc is going to be complete when you meet Phil Markowski. Tap that firkin and actually do it. I am so pumped for this. So if anyone at Two Roads is listening, m please make it happen. This would make I fake Phil's dream come true. This would make us as a podcast dreams come oh, true. Yeah. This would be awesome. So we're really looking forward to it. Every time Fake Phil gets his dreams met, an angel mm. gets his wings. So All right, there you go. I knew that joke was coming from a mile away. Way to quote it, Jeff. That's you know what? I respect it. Well, Fake Phil. Thank you so much. Been a real treat. Kidding. You know what? You know what? Fake Phil. It's been an honor having you on. This will not be the last time we talk. Great to be on with you guys, and let's race to that one billionth uh, untapped login. Oh, good cross promo. Just I'll beat you there. A true pro. Just beautiful. Thank you so much, Fake Phil. Thanks. See you guys. Bye.